The Nasty Women Report contains explicit language. I mean, duh. You're nasty! Hey everyone, and welcome to the Nasty Women Report. Um, we have been off the air for a little bit, um, but so we have a lot to catch up on. Um, but we're glad to be back. Um, definitely many things to talk about. So before we get started, um, just want to go around the room and introduce ourselves. So I'm Amanda. I'm Elizabeth. Wait, Jean. am I Liz or Elizabeth? I'm Liz. You're Liz. I can never remember which one I am. There is another <laughs> Elizabeth, but she can't be with us today. And Jean. Jean. And on the phone we have... Jenny. Jenny. Hey, Jenny. So for this... Hey. hey. So for this um, podcast, because it has been has been a little beat since we've done this, um, you know, we've had life and travels and sicknesses and, you know, just regular human things coming up that makes it hard to podcast. Um, but in the meanwhile, you know, many things have happened. It's hard to believe that we're coming, actually coming up on the first hundred days of Trump being president. Um, it's hard to believe because it feels like so much longer. It feels like so much longer. It's we are aging in dog years. It is dog years. Mm -hmm. It's Trump years. And so in that hundred days, um, you know, we can like briefly kind of like cover some of the stuff that's happened. Um, you know, when he took office, he had been making a lot of campaign promises. You know, he had talked about how he was going to do everything from arrest Hillary Clinton and, and put her in shackles and have her like in the gallows for everybody to see or what did, what Actually, do they call those things from like the, the oldie stocks. times the stocks yeah well, he would you would have you would have had a goal yeah it would have been the G-A-O-L yes like the public jail <laughs> where they would keep her and people could throw rotten fruit at her so yeah so that was one of it obviously building the wall you know, kicking out immigrants and so infrastructure. Yeah, labeling China current currency manipulators. Pulled up a list of everything that Donald Trump said he would do in his first one hundred mm. days. Do it. Let's 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 um, listen to this. And this list is from an article on NPR, and this is the uh, what the Trump campaign released in October uh, with his contract with American voters for his first one hundred days. So his first act of business is. Uh, to propose a constitutional amendment to impose term limits on all members of Congress, hmm. which I think Mitch McConnell like had a, a big old man baby swamp thing temper tantrum <laughs> and was like that disappeared. He didn't mums the word on that. They all started clutching their pearls and getting okay, very. I also got a break in. Yeah, because my local paper published a hundred days interview with him. Oh yeah, and he's now trying to punt on the contract with America. Uh, oh, that was something someone else put together. That wasn't really mine. Oh, well, of course. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, and I heard him talking about how unfair, you know, how well he'd done despite the, like, ridiculous and unfair expectation levels for his first 100 days. But those were expectations that he set for himself. Like, yeah. you were the well, person who said you were going to do But he this. also said, um, like the other day that oh you know they blow the whole hundred days thing out of proportion like we shouldn't really like live up to that thing you know he's a master manipulator yeah. this is the only thing this man does well 
as a marketing person, I recognize it immediately. He knows how to turn a negative into a positive for the people who love him. And those are the only people that really matter at this point are Mm -hmm. the 30% of people that still are on board the Trump train. If a hundred people show up to something, he'll say it's 500 and they'll believe it. If the New York pay or is it the Boston Patriots? I don't know who the fuck. I don't watch football. New England, New England Patriots. If, if like, <laughs> I'm like, food, the footballs. I mean, if 40 football players show up, you know, to his thing, but 80 showed up to Obama's thing, he'll talk about how it's not important, you know? So he, he loves to turn things on their head, even though he promised to do all these things personally, he'll turn around and say, oh, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. All right. So what what else, Liz? What? Uh, second, he promised a hiring freeze on all federal employees to reduce federal workforce through attrition. I think he did do that. And that backfired right bad. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. basically everybody left or got phased out or obama out. Mm-hmm. And then he just realized, I literally have no one to replace. Yeah, and they're and having... The they're... added problem is that it, you can't force the federal workforce to stay at their desk or not change jobs or not die. Dude, they couldn't even get an egg roll right. They couldn't even get the Easter egg roll right. Oh, I thought you meant like an egg roll. Like no, not egg rolls. Like... <laughs> no, because like, they're they... making egg rolls now in the White House? No, because those are all... We're not doing a wonton day. Because no. <laughs> those are all anger babies, so they yeah. got rid of those people. No, the Easter egg roll, they couldn't even get that right because they didn't have enough people on staff to physically put on a children's holiday thing that's just sad and then oh, he... that was a shit show down the line yeah so anyway go ahead liz oh Jean. No, go ahead. uh third this is one of my there's so much to cover least <laughs> favorite things that he wanted to do uh requirement that for every new federal regulation two existing regulations must be eliminated which is there is any way to measure that bullshit. is there any way to measure whether or not that's that at the i can't even use words now that has actually happened is there any way to know if that's actually happened it, it sounds like it's a feel-good idea Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, you know, if we're gonna get any regulations passed, we gotta cut too. And well, and he, but he is cutting regulations. I yeah, mean, I just not, it's not not good ones either, like environmental regulations. No, they're terrible regulations that and banking and terrible things Wall to cut Street things that are there because we need them. We're, they're there for and especially environmental regulations. Mm-hmm. That's like one of the biggest ones, and they're they they do what they always do, which is flip it and say that it's pro business and it you know will spur technology growth and. Blah, blah, blah. I think United Airlines has done a great job of pointing out recently why we need regulations. Like, why you can't just let corporations do whatever they want to do, because they'll punch you in the face, knock and two of your teeth out, and, and then drag, drag you. you off a plane. Dude, I think I think that man, and not to make light of his plight, because that was awful, and for a second, just to say, I don't know if you guys saw the video of the white mom that everybody ran to her defense when she got hit in the head with a stroller. A stroller, yeah. Yeah. And not and, and she that, was Argentinian, by the way. Was she? She yeah. seemed well Well yeah, Argentinian's white. white, but I believe she's, she was Argentinian. Well she she's white. A white pretty white lady with two babies mm-hmm. and everybody comes to her defense, but they literally punched an an elderly Asian man in the face and dragged him off the plane and people didn't do shit. Mm-hmm. So that's mm, what I was gonna say about that. But yeah. Um yeah, so anyway, regulations. I think, I, I mean, but how do we know? Like, how do we, okay, they've taken 
I, I don't know. I just don't know how we measure that. Like, if it's on, if it's realistic. To sound good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't think it had any meaning beyond we're tough on regulations with the Which is so weird. Like, I put I, my five-year-old mark on. I mean, I guess he got a lot of the libertarian vote, and so for them, that's important. Libertarians are just Well, the it's worst a lot of the people. Grover Norquist, small government, you know, they, they literally, his cabinet, everything, all of his decisions that they're making are to minimize the size of government, except for when it comes to regulating our bodies mm-hmm. and, you know, mm-hmm. making lots oh, yeah. of money for themselves. Fourth, uh, they want a five-year ban on White House congressional officials becoming lobbyists after leaving government service, which... I mean, that's good. Yeah. They um, didn't do that. They, well, the only ones that, like, yeah, congressional, that are good. like, yeah. limitations. Yeah, but does that, like, limit them, like, receiving monies while they're in office or, you know? No, it just no. means that they can't go and become lobbyists right Afterwards. away. Afterwards. Mm-hmm. Well, we know Citizens United isn't going away anytime no. soon, especially now that, what's his, oh. bu- what's his bet got Well, the fifth nominated. thing was eight. on the court. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> A lifetime ban on White House officials lobbying on behalf of a foreign government. I don't know. That, I think they've, like, actively failed at that one. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. How, do we, how do we even, like... They made backwards progress. Just Russia. Just the whole... And that's not going to go anywhere. Like, they're not... We know that they're not going to investigate this at the level that they need to investigate it until... Like something horrible happens. Until either something horrible happens or we take back the Congress in mm-hmm. the midterms. Yeah. And unless that... And, and if we don't take back the Congress in the midterms, I officially leave the Democratic Party. Fuck everything. I will start my own party, the Amanda Party. And... Maybe a different name. <laughs> and it will... And we will actively like do... I don't know. But I'm so tired of just us not getting anywhere you know what i mean it's like if we fail at taking back congress with this train wreck as president (laughs) something's wrong Mm -hmm. i guess gerrymandering is that bad yeah well gerrymandering yeah you're right absolutely right okay liz uh fifth a lifetime ban on oh White House officials lobbying on behalf of foreign governments. Oh, no, they, I did that, that one. one. Six, a complete ban on foreign lobbyists raising money for American elections. Mm. Which, again, yeah. they've actively failed at. They've regressed. Right. Why did they put some of these in here? Was it to divert attention? I think, from, yeah. mm-hmm. I think it's like those super preachers who are really <laughs> anti-gay, and then you find them with an eight ball of mm-hmm. five rent boys. Yep. yep. Hold up in a in a Motel 6 somewhere. Yeah. Because yeah. that happened, right? That it happened, does. No, that happened recently with, like, oh, a, a congressperson from yeah. Oklahoma or something like there that. Was a, there was a guy who had to step down. I think he was governor who had also done oh, yeah. something. I mean, it happens all the time. And I grew up in the church. We need to do an episode, guys, just on religion and mm-hmm. government. Because I grew up in oh, my, yeah. I grew up in Mike Huckabee's church. I grew up in the belly of the beast. These people are so fucking corrupt and backwards. I went and... to Christian schools until I was eighteen, mm-hmm. and a couple of them were the Jesus is coming tomorrow and you fist type. <laughs> yeah, I was an Episcopalian, so it wasn't that weird. You, yeah. <laughs> no, Southern Baptist is weird. But anyway, but yeah. But going back to the whole like, I feel like they kept. Put, that they're putting those things into his first hundred days to mm-hmm. maybe be like, oh, look at us. We're strong on 
yeah foreign government well influence. i mean like those those uh <clears throat> executive orders the ones talking about lobbying and all that stuff those are like really early on mm-hmm. during his presidency like within the first couple of weeks i want to say mm-hmm. and that was like to totally divert attention from Russia, the, well, mm-hmm. the Muslim ban thing, mm. the Russia thing, but it totally got like swiped, un- like swept under the rug, so no one really like paid attention. And to when it. that didn't work, we just started like bombing shit mm-hmm. from a golf course. Yeah. Anyway, what's next? Over a chocolate cake. <laughs> Over oh, a chocolate cake. Thank bizarrely, the language is on the same day. I will begin taking the following seven actions to protect American workers. Mm. First. I will announce my intention to renegotiate NAFTA or withdraw from the deal under Article 2205. Okay. Stupid. It's a stupid fucking idea. And it hasn't happened. And no. I don't even get how that protects American work. It doesn't. No, it no doesn't. but he's also, hasn't he flipped on that now? Like, he's mm-hmm. he's talking about, like... The same oh, way he, he flipped on yeah. NATO. Ever yeah. since uh, he tried to shake hands with um, Justin okay, Trudeau and he got owned. <laughs> With like red X's for ones he stopped. Yeah. Um, I think ellipses for the ones he just kind of left away. Right. And we need like a big old pink flip flop for where he just <laughs> flip flopped on something. Yeah. I think you're right. Well, yeah. No. Back to the whole Justin Trudeau thing. I, that that was the handshake to go down in the centuries because Trump does that weird like gorilla handshake. Mm-hmm. Like it's his version of like pissing yeah like to piss on something to to like make it his like he's he's got to be the strongest toughest person in the room and at some point somebody told him that if you jerk somebody around with your handshake it makes you look like the strongest person in the room even though it makes you look like an asshole it makes you like like no one's ready for it no one's expecting you to pull them off of their feet trudeau just stood there like a fucking strong like a maple tree Just stood there, and Trump could not yank him away. And Trudeau just looked at him with his dreamy eyes and was like, "Fuck you." Yeah. <laughs> NAFTA's not going anywhere, bitch. So anyway, at least that's what happened in my head. Canadian fanfic. <laughs> There's Canadian fanfic. <laughs> Probably. Well, Amanda and I definitely didn't write it. No, not at all. No, no, mm-hmm. not at all. Yes, those mm-hmm. the authors. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's next? Uh, second, I will announce our withdrawal from the Trans-Pacific Partnership. That has happened. It has happened. Which is, again, stupid, because now we made China look stronger <coughs> in, mm-hmm. you know, with Pacific trading, and mm-hmm. we look weak and useless, mm-hmm. and are now out of the game completely. So whether you liked the Trans-Pacific Partnership or not, um, it was better than not having a foothold in Pacific business. On a side note... I actually talked to a Bernie supporter who thought TPP stood for Trans-Pacific Pipeline. Oh, God. And that's why they hated it, was because they thought it was a pipeline of oil. That went through the whole Pacific Ocean. Mm -hmm. Do they even understand Mm. how just dumb that is? Yeah. But I I have a feeling like these people are, like, on the surface Bernie supporters, but they they have, Uh like, no idea, like, half the things that anyone's ever talking about they're the left version of trump supporters they're the left version of trump supporters Mm -hmm. they are completely uneducated about world events and and political history and Mm -hmm. you know important stuff and they got whipped up political process yeah and they got whipped up into you know a fervor because of populism which bernie is the left's version of trump you know they both have really dumb messages that appeal to a large number of people because 
it's all about how I'm going to make your life better because you won't have to pay for shit or whatever. Free school. And I've had an opinion about that. Mm-hmm. And this is why Bernie loses versus Trump. When you offer people higher taxes and freebies, mm-hmm. you're going to lose versus the guy offering fewer taxes and freebies. Absolutely. Especially with all the people who voted for Trump because he's a real American and not, you know, one of those socialist hippie liberals that live in the and live in California because apparently our votes don't even count in the popular vote. Which is bullshit because we make so much more money in pay so much more taxes our taxes go to support carolina yeah other dumb shit useless states our our taxes in california go to pay for welfare in virginia so that's why we should cut the welfare what's that my city of las vegas also fleeces you and you help pay for our school Mm. California does. We, yeah, but we we gain we we go to your city and we <laughs> fuck shit up. I mean, we're kind of like the that friend who helps pay your rent, but we also come by your apartment once a month and just completely trash it. <laughs> I mean, if it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't have stuff to do like every third weekend of the year. So you know, but yeah, I think I think. I think it's hard for people who live in quote unquote real America, which includes like where I grew up in Oklahoma for them to understand the importance of States like California and New York and, you know, Illinois and places that are major manufacturing and technological and shipping and military. Like we have so much here that is important to the stability of the country that when you start to demean us and take, power away from us the problem is that the republican party is a party that is designed to be anti-coastal they're the party of middle Mm -hmm. america and that's why they've alienated um hawaiian and other republicans from. oh did you hear recently where um was it garland or was it um sessions Oh, yeah. Beauregard Sessions couldn't believe that some... Pacific island. (laughs) Some island in the Pacific. How do you get racist about a whole state? How how do you get confirmed and be racist about an entire fucking state? Well, this is apparently why they didn't think Obama was American, because he grew up on this Pacific Pacific island. To finish All the brown people. To finish the thought, it... Jeff, Jeff Sessions actually said that um that it was the travel ban right he didn't understand how some judge on a pacific island could overrule the president of the united states mm-hmm. it's like did you not get the memo that hawaii's been a state for like a while so even if somehow <laughs> there was a federal appeals court in guam mm-hmm. that would still outrank they don't get how they don't get how the constitution works. They don't get how government works or they get it and they're they're manipulating their voter base by saying things like that because their voter base really will go, "Oh, fucking island in the Pacific Some island doesn't in the Pacific. count." That's not real America like Texas. Yeah. Right. Forget it's about Puerto Rico. Those Lat- Latin Latinos. Forget <laughs> about those Latinos in Puerto Rico. Uh. Okay, anything else? Yeah, there are other things. Uh, uh, the next one was immediately labeled China a currency manipulator. 
Wow. That didn't happen. I don't know. Yeah, Fourth, I will direct the Secretary of Commerce and the U.S. Trade Representative to identify all foreign trading abuses that unfairly impact American workers and direct them to use every tool under American international law to end those abuses immediately. Okay. That also hasn't happened. Does that just mean he'll shake a fist at them? Uh, Yeah, it's so vague. I mean, it's... I get it. And honestly, some of this stuff I'm not opposed to. Like, if we're being unfairly gypped when it comes to trade, mm-hmm. I, I'm all for But that's for, such a bizarre, broad, sweeping it generalism. It is. I, I'm, all, I'm all for fair trade. The problem is, yeah, how do you regulate that? And if he's... I mean, exactly. Is he going to stand at, like, the Port Authority and, like, shake his fist at the containers that come in and... <laughs> well, I mean, like he can't—he can't be mean to mean about China anymore because they just like granted him all those like, um, you know, like the copyrights for his brands. To be oh used yeah, for country. Ivanka's purses. Well, his own, his own oh, yeah. uh, brand as well, so that they can finally um, take the Trump name back and open up some more hotels or something. I oh guess. my God! Speaking of China, after their visit with Trump, mm-hmm. they sent something like ten thousand troops to the North Korean border to stand there. Mm-hmm. And nobody talks about that. Mm-mm. No people like, talk about it, just not Americans. <laughs> <laughs> not real Americans. Like, that's... They're worried if there's a fight that basically the entirety of North Korea is going to try. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, the, the most likely reason they are there is to prevent refugees from coming into China. But that doesn't that alarm anyone that they yeah. think there's going to be a reason soon for yeah. Well, <laughs> there no. Well, North there's Korean also refugees. there was also like the story where he said that and they weren't really there. Mm-hmm. And um, recently, like I think within the last couple of days, North Korea is like, well, you know, if Australia is still your ally, we have we, our bombs can go all the way to Australia. So, oh my God! <laughs> but you don't know. I mean, just like with Donald Trump, yeah. you have no idea. I feel like Kim Jong Un and Trump Donald are. Trump are in some kind of a stupid off. Like they are. They're the same people. Like they are the same people. Mm-hmm. Like North Korea has been making threats of turning South Korea and the U.S. and whatever into, like, a sea of fire for, like, the last couple of decades. Like, yeah. every five years, they, like, clockwork, they yeah. make these statements. And people are just like, whatever. It's like what happens if you let 4chan run a country. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I've read a couple of books from people who actually escaped North Korea and, and a book by a woman who actually went to North Korea to teach um, privileged, you know, party leader mm-hmm. children English. Um, because even though we're the devil, they still need to be able to speak our language. Um, and just some of the insight of people who have actually either lived there or who've worked there is fascinating to me. And there are so many parallels between a leader like Kim Jong-il or Kim Jong-un, where they are so obsessed with themselves and the, and the image of their country is being, you know, they're the strong man, they're the best in, in the whole world. And then you start hearing you know, from a man who literally has gold gilded pictures of himself everywhere, yeah. America first, America first, America first, and you're like, Holy we're gonna blow everything up. We're yeah. all go- <laughs> we're all gonna die. Yeah, yay! In, in a in a lake of fire. Lake of fire. <laughs> okay. Yes. Um, 
Fifth, I will lift the restrictions on the production of $50 trillion worth of job-producing American energy reserves, including shale, oil, natural gas, and clean coal. Oh, fuck that. There's no such thing as clean coal. There, there is, isn't. It's an oxymoron. Coal is about the least clean thing you could possibly ever put your hand... You know what, though? Let them let them keep fucking digging for coal. Let them keep getting black lung. Let them lose all their health insurance yeah. and just let them all die. If that's what they really want, like, mm-hmm. let's just let them do it. I don't know. Maybe this is I don't have kids because I'd just be like, fine, fucking kill yourself. Then. But the downside to this for the rest of us is all the shit they're going to be putting into our water, all oh, the shit yeah. they're going to put into the air, all the deregulation of the energy industries, and the the lack of interest in any new energy technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the planet's going to die. We're all fucked. We're what all were you going to say, Jean? Oh no, just yeah, yeah, <laughs> it sucks. Just yeah, we're all going to die. Yeah. Okay. Six, lift the Obama-Clinton roadblocks that allow vital energy infrastructure projects like the Keystone Pipeline to move forward. Um, didn't that already start leaking into a river or something like I that? I believe so, yes. Mm. Okay. Fucking evil. Seventh, <laughs> cancel billions in payments to UN climate change programs and use the money to fix America's water and environmental infrastructure. What? What? By introducing coal... What, what? And run off from those <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to clean up the mm. to clean up the water there, that we've messed up. A study came out this week saying that the BP oil spill, um, the environmental cost is about seventeen billion dollars or seventy one billion dollars, mm. something like that. I'm dyslexic, but it like astronomically high cost to environmental resources mm-hmm. from one oil spill. Do you have any thoughts on that, Jenny? That's uh, just. It's like hearing an abusive boyfriend talk about how he's against abusive boyfriends. Yeah. (laughs) Really, literally, that whole thing was like, you know, getting hit a bunch and then being told, like, I love you, baby. I'm going to do better. Mm -hmm. Like, what? (laughs) He's just so two-faced on everything. Yeah. Exactly. And just, there's, I don't, I, I, I get stuffed up at all because I just can't take it. Yeah, I know. I just lose words. Additionally, on the first day, I will take the following five actions to restore security and the constitutional rule of law. Rule of law. I like how these all these lists are like six things long because that's like as, as long as he can think. <laughs> first, cancel every constitutional executive action, memorandum, and order issued by President Obama. Did that happen? I don't... He's trying really hard, but I don't think it's going to happen. It's he hasn't done easy. all of them, but he's no. gotten rid of a lot of them. Yeah, I know he did, but I don't think it's... it's. He made it sound like he could just walk in and wave a magic wand and just make a bo- Obama okay. disappear. No, I mean, the good news and the bad news is that executive actions are easy to overturn. They don't right. have to go through They're Congress law, or anything. Yeah. So whatever Obama did as an executive action will be easily yeah. overturned, just like whatever Trump did. Yeah. Um, second... And these are all, all these things are written in all caps, these parts. <laughs> Begin the process of selecting a replacement for Justice Scalia from one of the 20 judges on my list. And we all know how that wound up. Mm-hmm. Fucking bullshit. Fucking baby little bitch ass Republicans don't get their way. Have an unpopular president who did not win the popular vote. A, fucking nominate somebody who all of the fucking fuck, fuck. Fucky, fuck, fuck. Yeah. Fuck Gorsuch. Fucking right in his I don't know if you guys watched any of the, like the the congressional hearings on him, um, and Al Franken going after mm-hmm. Gorsuch and the story that they used 
about the I forget the name of the the trucking company, mm-hmm. but you know, yeah, Gort. What was it? it? It's the case where the trucker mm-hmm. would have died if his he his trailer had... broke down. Mm-hmm. And no, his brakes were frozen on the trailer. Mm-hmm. Because he, he he let his he still had the cab work right, and I think what he did is he dumped the trailer and used the cab to drive somewhere. So that he wouldn't die. Right. Yeah. Well, he had stayed with it for a long time and was waiting for Hours. them to send someone, but it was like negative fourteen degrees and sub sub degree freeze, yeah. freezing. Yeah. And he was yeah. starting to freeze to death, and so he unhitched the trailer in order to drive away in the mm-hmm. in the cab to not die, and came back several hours later and was fired for abandoning his payload. Um, and Gorsuch and yeah, found he, in favor of the the trucking company mm-hmm. that it was fine for them to fire this guy even though it was a clear violation of osha so now we know that we have it's not just a matter of the fact that this guy is you know anti-abortion he's anti-choice he's probably also anti-lgbt i don't know he's also the hobby lobby guy he's the one who gave yeah. hobby lobby the right to not give birth control to its employees because well, he gave he gave corporate it's corporate personhood mm-hmm. and and so he gave a corporation like Hobby Lobby, the right to decide whether or not women are, can can have use birth control. They have equal reproductive mm-hmm. health care to men. And so, and I'm, and that hits me personally because Hobby Lobby is out of Oklahoma as well. So, God damn it, Amanda! Is I there know. anything decent no, in your home? No, me. I, and I got the fuck out. <laughs> I'm it. I'm Why fucking it. Can't North Korea and be my really brother into bombing? And my brother, my brother's pretty cool. Okay. There are actually, what's been interesting in this whole thing, because I've reconnected with a lot of like my high school friends and stuff that still live in Oklahoma. And Oklahoma is one of those places where if you don't get the fuck out, like as soon as possible, you end up living there your whole life. Married to and popping out kids with the guy that you dated in high school. Mm -hmm. So, which is what happened to my sister. Um... And so I'm friends with a lot of people from high school and there are a surprising number of them who are actually very liberal and they're very progressive, but their voice is drowned out by all the fucking 70 and 80 year old crazy shit kickers that live there and won't die. Which is (laughs) how much healthcare do we have to take away from them to die? Which is why I'm not a hundred percent opposed to losing meals on wheels and let let those fuckers die. It is. I mean, the fact that Trump is trying to murder his own base does make it easier to stomach. <laughs> Look, guys, we got four years yeah. of this. You better harden your souls, okay? Yeah. I know. I know. Who we got to. Who needs can't... social security? Like, you know, <laughs> don't talk that about millennials and their iPhones. Be for me, about I'm a millennial. So yeah. was that it? Was that the no, list? No, no. The more? list goes on. Oh, jeez. Uh, what were we at? Third, cancel all federal funding to sanctuary cities. They are working on that one now. They are, and they're threatening to to withhold federal dollars for other programs. So, they're threatening my city. What's that? They're threatening my city. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Vegas, and we have like like three or four different um, cities in California that have been listed as sanctuary cities. I think if it was up to Governor Brown, he'd make the whole state a sanctuary state. But the problem is then we have things like we had those heavy rains and we, you know, had a ton of infrastructure like yeah. start literally 
crumbling <laughs> because we don't get rain and now we have huge potholes and a dam broke and stuff like that and now we have Trump going ha ha and you. all it means I mean sanctuary city sounds like a big word but all it means is that local law enforcement will not aid federal um, mm-hmm. in, immigration yeah. officers in detaining people mm-hmm. that's it that's yeah. all it is. It so, doesn't, it's not like, you know, it's going to be like just. Yeah, like we're housing fugitives. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. It's like, no, you can come in, you can take them. It's not like we're like, this is a church, you can't arrest anyone on holy ground. No, you can, you can still take them. We just won't help you take them. Right, right. Which I don't think we should. I mean, why should local law enforcement support federal law enforcement? Like, do, local law enforcement has their own shit to do. They have I look their at own it this job. way if I can't smoke weed federally i can only smoke it in my state they shouldn't be able to have yeah Yeah. they shouldn't be able to have federal police or ice Mm -hmm. or whatever try to step in and arrest you and arrest you you know what i mean it's like you can't this picking and choosing of what is you know what the federal government should have control over versus state governments is ridiculous because when it's pro-Republican, you know, whatever the pro-Republican line is, they're all for states' rights. You know, when mm-hmm. it comes to being anti-abortion or whatever, if they can't overturn it on a federal level, then they're like, well, let the states deal with it. But when it comes to immigration or pot, the federal government's like, well, states can't deal with it. We're going to have to come in and, you know. Mm-hmm. That's a weird thing that our, our uh, congressperson, Dana Rohrbacher, is... I hate him too. He's awful, and he's on the like pro uh, marijuana council with Congress. I can't, it has an actual name, but it's like the pro cannabis crew, mm-hmm. and it's a bunch of Republicans who are pro cannabis. Well, yeah, he's a fucking libertarian. Mm-hmm. They're they're weed bros, yeah. and these are guys who, and he's like a surfing Christian asshole. He's, he's awful. He's. <sighs> But they're all libertarians. They're all like pro personal liberty and stuff because they don't have uteruses, though. So it doesn't matter, you know. Yeah, as long as it doesn't affect them, they're okay. Or they're not gay or or trans and they don't have to worry about body autonomy issues, you know. Well, it also goes to business where they're white dudes. Yeah. There's not a lot of places they're going to be told we don't serve your kind. Exactly. They're rich white dudes. Like, they literally have nothing between them mm-hmm. and whatever they want. You know, yeah. they don't have the government stepping in and telling them. The only thing that they have the government trying to regulate that they like is pot. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what's next? Uh, fourth, begin removing the more than two million criminal illegal immigrants from the country and cancel visas to foreign countries that won't take them back. I have never wanted to punch a TV harder. <laughs> Then when I was watching his stupid whatever that train wreck of a, I'm going to read off of a script for an hour in front of Congress and it's sort of a... Oh, his sort of State of Union kind of... Sort of State of the that. Union, but he kept, using, he kept using props mm-hmm. to like, you know, kind of like how anti-feminists use Muslim women as props to talk about why we should feel happy about living in the United States. He was using... Or LGBT people. Or LGBT people, right. He, he, you know, because Chechnya is rounding up gay men, you know, so all Muslims are bad because they hate gays and trans. Anyway... Well, that's the, the irony there is that Chechnya is a hardcore Christian state. Yeah, the like leader is Muslim a Muslim. minority there, but from the top down government wise they're eastern orthodox just like russia well the actually the head of chechnya the the leader and i forget his name eludes me at the moment but he's actually muslim he's a sunni muslim 
Um, and But that's not the reason why they're rounding up gay men. They're rounding up gay men because the leader of Chechnya is so far up Putin's ass and wears T-shirts mm-hmm. with Putin's picture on them. John Oliver has done an amazing job of covering this asshole. He's crazy. But anyway, back to the Trump thing. His state of the week, whatever. like whatever that was, he's using when like these fam- these people who apparently supposedly got attacked by illegal immigrants or had somebody in their family mm. die because of an illegal immigrant and so he created what was, I forget I forget what they called it like the smart you know no, it's like safe or something or shield yeah right? it was some bullshit acronym it was about, some bullshit like, acronym about how you know illegal immigrants that's where you know people are you know all of the murders all of the if you, yeah. you either live in a, a black neighborhood or you're being killed by illegal immigrants it's never white people that are mm. causing the problems mm-hmm. so that i never wanted to punch a tv harder than when he he pulled that shit and used grieving families as an excuse to make it okay to, like, kick illegal immigrants out. Anyway. Well, I mean, he did that whole congratulations to a purple heart recipient. <laughs> well, to and the, like, yeah. Most heart recipients would say, you can shove that metal up your ass, but I prefer to have fill-in-the-blank thing back. He, Like your spleen yeah. or, you know, your leg below the knee. Trump has like what was it four Vietnam veteran or Vietnam deferments, either for spurs on heel he can't remember. But when spurs on heels, and then he <laughs> couldn't remember that he had them, and then I think college, a few times. But when a when a Purple Heart recipient gave him his Purple Heart mm-hmm. at some you know, obviously rally staged rally, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And Trump was like, oh, this is great. I always wanted one of these. Oh, my God. I'm like, do you not fucking understand how a Purple Heart works? I'm, I'm, my partner is a 15-year veteran of the military. My family has had, you know, military people in them. Like, to get a Purple Heart is, like, one of the worst things. Something awful has to happen for you to get that. And for him to, like, trivialize it like that. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, they're just toys to him. You know, they're little trophies. They're toys. That's a really great great way to put that. How many more of these do we have to go through? I don't know, because each list is only like five things long. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Fifth, which is the end of this list, and then there's another one. Suspend immigration from terror-prone regions wherever vetting cannot safely occur. All vetting of people coming into our country will be considered extreme vetting. So travel ban is what that was supposed to be. Yeah, she did, but... He shouldn't. He shouldn't yeah. have done that. Yeah. Well, I um, right around that time, I uh, heard a piece on NPR, um, and they were interviewing um, one of the agents who was who were in charge of like you know um, interviewing people from these countries that wanted to enter the U.S. or get visas, mm-hmm. and they're like, you know, we feel horrible and upset that Trump thinks that we're not doing our jobs, like people go through these processes for like years mm-hmm. and um he was talking about how he most of his cases like some of them like are on average like 10 years mm-hmm. that these people are interviewed and then some of their family will come for you know come mm-hmm. over first and then they'll be like you know another like few years of time before the next you know family member mm-hmm. comes over and stuff like that so these aren't like easy things but trump's like oh yeah like no they're just coming over like by the boatload mm-hmm. well and that's what his believers thing as well and again that's where this middle america quote-unquote real america 
crowd, they get their information from sources like Trump. Where Trump gets his sources, we yeah. know, is Fox and Friends. So when the, you know, the only sources of news that these people get are telling them that this is happening, yeah. that's what they believe. I mean, what is just disgusting to me is the fact that the seven countries that he wanted to ban from coming into the country never had anything to do with any kind of attack in our country ever. Um, the countries that have been involved in attacks like 9-11 were free to come into this country with yeah. no mm-hmm. extreme Saudi, vetting. Yeah, Saudi, Arabian. And those are countries where he's trying to build hotels. Exactly. So it's really well, just... Well, Iraq was especially offended by it because <laughs> yeah. they Iraq... basically felt like they were like our little brother. But wasn't Iraq taken off the, the Wave 2 list? They I were think removed. So. Yeah, and probably for that reason, he got because... martyr in that like he went from an F minus to like uh, <laughs> fifty nine. Like, you got a not D, quite D, but a solid yeah, D, yeah a solid high F. <laughs> There's one more list, and it's ten things long. It's his list of things he wants to do in his first one hundred days. I think those other two lists were things he was going to do on the first day. Oh, those were just the first. That day. was his first day list. This is his first hundred. Well, day he's list. solid failed the yeah. the that whole other list. So let's yeah, let's quickly go through this one. So and these ones have very long paragraphs. So I'm just going to read like a little bit about them. Uh, okay. Middle class tax relief and simplification act, an economic plan designed to grow the economy four percent per year and create at least twenty five million new jobs through massive tax reduction and simplification. Yeah, that hasn't happened. Yeah. Well, he's stu- you know he introduced oh, his new tax plan, his. He introduced not like the actual plan, but the plan for his plan. <laughs> He's a, like a wait, concept, yeah. perhaps a PowerPoint on the coming plan for his tax. Well, well, yeah, but that was my point. Like it hasn't gone into effect. No, it's it hasn't not, gone no. into effect. No, it but he said he'd present this that, week is when he reveals it. Saying so. they don't want any action until yeah. they see his taxes because they can't yeah. know what he'll be benefiting from. In oh, that's a really good point. I didn't think about mm-hmm. that. Hmm. We stopped talking about his taxes because of... Oh, people are still talking about his taxes. They're talking about his taxes, but there's so many other competing, like, things. Well, that's the thing. So, you know, you're, it's exhausting keeping up with, like, what did this fucking dumbass do today? You basically are just counting down the hours to World War Three. Pretty yeah. much. Okay, what's next? And the Offshoring Act established tariffs to discourage companies from laying off their workers in order to relocate in other countries and ship their products back to the U.S. tax-free. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I don't think that this administration that. is smart enough to do it or has the backbone to actually stick up to all these corporate cronies. I don't think the Republican Party is going to let that happen. Mm-mm. What were you saying, Jenny? Well, that's already failed. Whenever he tries to deal with another company like that, what usually happens is he saves some token jobs they're already going to save, and then they offshore a bunch more. Yeah, like the whole thing that happened with Ford or Carrier or whatever. Yeah, he goes in and he says that, you know, he's the savior of all these jobs. Well, these are all deals that they had been working on months and months before Trump was Mm -hmm. even elected. And he didn't save that many jobs. They basically saved some jobs, still shipped some to Mexico, and turned the rest of them into robots. Mm -hmm. So, you know, yay, you saved 150 jobs. Are you going to do that for every country or company in the country? Yeah. And remember that came at, came with like a cost because he, he gave them an, an a tax incentive. break. Yeah. yeah. He had to give them a tax break. So it's like, okay, now companies can hold our, us taxpayers hostage mm-hmm. and say, if you want to, you know, do good on this promise, you're going to have to give us some sort of a, you know, some something and in return. I don't give 
I don't give a fuck about his attitude on this as long as he's still offshoring all the production and he's good. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as Trump suits and ties are being made in China, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure if they do a good job over there or whatever, for mm-hmm. Pete, but don't be telling me that Ford can't make stuff in Mexico, but you can. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, and they just made that deal with China, so... What's next? Yeah. American Energy and Infrastructure Act leverages public-private partnerships and private investments through tax incentives to spur $1 trillion in infrastructure investment over 10 years. This, it is revenue neutral. That hasn't even been a blip on the terrible. radar. No, no one's spoken about that. Uh, Forbes. Well, Mitch McConnell flatly said early on that's not on any agenda. Mitch McConnell needs to drown in a shallow pool of his own urine. <laughs> <laughs> you know... That's why you're doing it wrong. Because there's a turtle fucker, he's able to live in that. Yeah. Yeah, he is a turtle. Turtle, uh, so turtle. He is a turtle. Uh, four, School Choice and Education Opportunity Act redirects oh, education dollars to give parents the right to send their kids to the public, private, charter, magnet, religious, or homeschool of their choice. Ends Common Core brings education supervision to local communities. It expands vocational and technical education and makes two- and four-year college more affordable. If any of that were actually true, that would be one thing. That's not actually true. If it and most states forbid that. If it was, if if it wasn't obviously a, a play to make the Betty DeVosses of the world more rich and powerful, mm-hmm. which it obviously is, because you know charter and magnet schools and private schools and whatever make a fuckload of money. That's what this when is. Yeah, that's what this is for. And yeah. it's not actually for the underserved youths of no, our country. Yeah, it actually takes money away from public education. It takes mm-hmm. it takes money away from public education Which and has so much money. Yeah. And it also props up people who believe that six year olds shouldn't be given a free ride by getting a, a free meal yeah. in the morning because their families are too poor to afford breakfast. So, you know, this top of that. What's that? It also shunt the worst student to public schools because mm-hmm. special needs. Because I didn't mean to call them worse, but like those are intensive programs need money, mm-hmm. and private schools don't take those. Yeah, private I mean, schools don't take remedial students unless you got a rocket arm and you got a mean taste for football. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, repeal and, and replace the Obamacare Act. Actual oh. words. That's what it's called, the Obamacare <laughs> Act. Yeah. Um, Let's just see if he can go for three strikes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he's got so, one strike in the books, and he's cooking up a dynamite mm-hmm. second strike. No, and he tried very hard to deflect that by calling mm-hmm. it Ryan Care, mm-hmm. and be like, "That's not it's all you know, Paul Ryan's. Yeah, it's fault. Paul Ryan's fault. Mm-hmm. It's not my fault." And and how any of these people, McConnell, Ryan, Lindsey Graham. McCain, how any of them are still dealing with this person like he's a normal human being, like he's a normal politician, is beyond me. How Ryan still comes up with a shit-eating grin every time he has to talk about Trump, Mm -hmm. when Trump is literally dragging them through the mud every time something that his... It's his idea fails. I'm pretty sure Paul Ryan. Now, now, you're being pretty mean on the Ryan Bot 2.0. <laughs> Ryan Bot 2.0. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With the new new he hardware. Robot. 
A he's... little bit doesn't evidently know how to use a razor. Oh, I haven't I haven't seen him lately. Does he have like a stubble thing? Happen? I haven't seen him lately. He always looks like he's either like two days from shaving, or he just had a really long weekend with time <laughs> rain. Oh, he's probably doing a lot of drinking right now. I don't blame him. So we're more than halfway there now. The Affordable Child Care and Elder Care Act, which allows Americans to deduct child care and elder care from their taxes, incentivizes employers to provide on-site child care services mm. and creates tax-free dependent care savings accounts for both young and elderly dependents with matching contributions for low-income families. But all he's done is take money away from children and elderly people. He's like, cutting after-school program funding. Meals he's cutting on meals wheels. On wheels. <laughs> PBS. Like, yeah. I yeah. don't understand. Like, So again, we've made neg- we've regressed on this one. Well, I mean, let me put it this way. How many people are saving? What? No one. So telling poor people you can save and then we'll match that, that's like mm-hmm. if you get a unicorn, we'll match your unicorn. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, like, I don't think rich people understand poor people. Poor people. Yeah. I, I remember when I was very poor. Um, it was right after I left Oklahoma and was like, having to figure shit out on my own in fact me and my ex-husband i just saw him this last week and had a really good laugh about that you know stretch a period of time where we had to dig for change in a couch so we could go buy groceries um like now being an adult who makes you know six figures i can look back on that and go holy shit like that was hard like i really i can relate to that now mm-hmm. could i save <laughs> Fuck no. Did, could I, I barely had a checking account. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to have one to be able to, to pay bills. But was I constantly terrified that it, I, it was going to run out of money? Yeah, like all the time. How many, you know, CDs did I have to sell? Lots. So, yeah, having a savings account for poor people and for elderly people who all they, all they get is their social yeah. security is ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think they understand the con- concept of living month to month. Like, they think that it's like, you know, oh, you should just, like, not buy the new iPhone or you should just not buy that these happened. things. That happened. Yeah, that mm-hmm. guy. And, um, Was that Chaffetz who yeah. said that? I'm so glad he's not running again. Yeah. Did you guys hear Hopefully, about that? Hopefully, cross your fingers. Mm-hmm. He won't do that. Marco Rubio said that, too. Ugh. No, and it's not even poor, poor people. I think yeah. that when rich people think of poor people they think of like minorities living in tenement flats in you know urban areas Mm -hmm. they don't realize that like the new poor is middle class people who Mm -hmm. have children or maybe an elderly parent that they have to take care Mm -hmm. of a lot of the way they describe the poor isn't describing the poor it's describing lower middle class people who live paycheck to paycheck and can't who who can if you decide not to buy it a new iphone does make a difference in terms of buying something Mm -hmm. else because you do have money and you do save a bit of money but that's not poor poor people don't buy a new iphone And, and here's the thing a new iphone even if they do purchase a new iPhone is so they can keep in touch with their family if their kid breaks an arm on the playground or their yeah. husband has a car wreck on his way home. It's not... Or, or, or to check... Like, um, yeah, or to, ch- or to check in on their elderly parent right. you know, actually that they're has, responsible for. Yeah, day-to-day use. Future planning and being poor are not two things that you can really think They're about. not mutually exclusive. It's, it's like an iPhone survive. is not healthcare. It's not even the same thing. It's like don't own a TV if you want to be able to have brain surgery someday. Like, it just, it, it doesn't even make yeah. sense. Like the like the $200 is going to save that. Yeah. Uh, seven. I mean, they really have the attitude that you're not poor, you've got to 
fridge and microwaves right. and all that. Yeah, well, or micro- you have a toilet. And microwaves, you know, spy on you, too. So you got to be careful about that. Yeah. Well, and then the first thing that kind of reminds me, if you've seen Arrested Development, when it feels like, just give your brother a banana. How much could they cost? Ten dollars? <laughs> the Lucille Bluth like approach to like life, where it's like, here, here's twenty bucks. Go see a Star Wars. Like you don't have any concept of what real life is like. And that's the Betsy Betsy DeVosses of the world. I think she was even on record as saying, like, she couldn't tell you how much regular college costs. Mm-hmm. I think that was in her her hearing, her mm-hmm. congressional hearing, was like, how much do you think the average college student pays in student debt and she couldn't tell you so yep let's make her the secretary of education the the confirmation hearings were a joke because it didn't matter what any of them no it didn't they all got confirmed exactly exactly they were rubber stamped all the way down the line bullshit okay what's next um the end illegal immigration act which is the name for building the fucking border wall so did we ever, okay, so I think the last I heard about the border wall, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, is they hit the snag of realizing that people actually own property. No, where, but it's being voted on very soon. It is. Whether or not they're going to fund it. Yeah, within the next couple of weeks. So. Yeah, and that also hit the huge snag in that next week. There's the debt ceiling, and considering when they were in a certain position, they to even raise it when well, Democrats no, charged. the Republicans are threatening to shut down the government again, which is weird because it's their government. And Nancy Pelosi was basically like, "Why are you shutting down the government? It's your government. You have the votes. Like this has nothing to do with us." Like the Democrats do not support the border wall. They don't support a taxpayer border wall. Trump is saying, "Well, I have to do it. It was my promise." But you promised Mexico would pay for it. Yeah. You didn't promise that you would be yeah. making taxpayers pay for he it. He stood on a stage for literally a year saying who's gonna pay for the wall mexico like all the all the fucking time it was mexico and then when he actually talks to the president of mexico and they're like fuck you no we're not paying for this wall you know he's like oh well we'll get the money back through tariffs Mm -hmm. or something like that but according to republicans the people who live on the border want the border wall which mm. I don't think is true. No. I mean, we're two hours from the border. I don't want a fucking border wall. Well, this is where we start to get into eminent domain. And this is an issue that, you know, police love. You know, and this is why I think a lot of them are very pro-Trump. That and the militarization of the police. And we know how Kim Jong Trump loves the military yeah. and the pomp and circumstance and the fucking mm-hmm. tanks going down the middle of the street Not for his parade. Not enough to actually serve in it or have any of his No, 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 it. of course, but he loves to get the, the, you know, the whole pomp and circumstance around it and all the big, beautiful bombs that he can drop on people mm-hmm. and the police, you know, get off on having fucking militarized weapons and vehicles that they can use against black people. And another thing the police love is eminent domain, which is, hey, I pulled you over because your taillight's out. Oh, you know what? I suspect you of being a drug dealer. I'm going to take your car now and you can't do anything about it. Mm -hmm. And now you don't have a car. And, you know, so this is the same thing is happening with this wall where people own property along the border of Mexico and the government can just come in and say, you know what, we're going to build a wall here now. So we own your land. Mm -hmm. That's how it works. So, yeah. Well, quite a few people are also hearing the stories of how your entire property can be bisected with a chunk of it in limbo and then another set over here. Mm Mm-hmm. 
there's a host of other problems on top and there's, of that. And there's water. There's a river. Like, there's so many other issues happening that it's like, why is this... A lot of the yeah. place in which there isn't already a large border fence isn't there because it is impassable and it's impossible to build a wall or a fence on. Yeah. And so I feel like what we should... Well, you'd have to like blow up mountains and rivers. And here's what I think we should do. But also, there's a huge environmental impact in that there are indigenous creatures who live there who need to get back and forth. You are. That is such the wrong audience to try to use that (laughs) argument on. (sighs) They're like, hey, can is there coal there? Maybe we could dig for it while we're building this wall. No, here's my idea. We should spend twenty billion dollars on a on a border wall. And then see how many Mexicans can tunnel and or climb over it to get into the United States. Or just fly. Or fly, which is actually how people end up here. Mm-hmm. Or take a boat, you know? Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, we need all... When fly. faced with that ag- um, argument, it's like, well, haven't you heard of the Coast Guard? Like, no, the well, Coast Guard is an money. impenetrable wall. No, he wanted to take money away from the Coast Guard, too. I can believe that. Yeah. Restoring Community Safety Act, which is just a bunch of bullshit about reducing surging crime, which crime is not surging unless you live in Chicago or Mexico. So I, I, here's the crime statistics and unemployment statistics mean nothing, nothing uh, to Trump. Under Obama, they were wildly inaccurate. There, it wasn't a 6% unemployment rate or an 11% unemployment. It was a 42% unemployment rate. And when it came to, you know, crime statistics, he, it was, oh, they're not telling you the truth. It's wildly overblown. Now that Trump is president, it is shocking yeah. that they're exactly the fucking same as they were under Obama. Mm-hmm. Well, and but the problem is that the people in Appalachia who live in these towns where, like, <laughs> the industry left and they didn't fucking do anything about it. Like, and that's still the other s- thing is it's like you did nothing to help yourselves. You didn't go to school. You didn't try and create another industry. You did fucking nothing. You just mm-hmm. got addicted to fucking meth and heroin. Mm-hmm. And now you're pissed off because no one in your town has any money. And you're pissed off because nobody can figure anything out? Well, fuck you, okay? Fuck you. You don't want welfare? You don't want to help out poor kids? You don't want to give kids PBS? Then fucking die. Just fucking die, all of you. Well, what's disappointing about all of it is, again, going back to the whole thing about poor people and not being able to save it. I mean, it's it really is a cycle. Poverty is a cycle. I saw it when I was growing up in Oklahoma. I saw it in Kansas and in Arkansas and in Texas where my family moved around. Um, you really picked the nicest places. Huh? I had no, I had no choice in this. You have no idea how little I wanted to live in any of these places. My birthplace of Salina, Kansas, literally is like your two choices of having a, a job is the grocery store and the hospital, because the factory that used to be there is no longer there, and it's the most depressing fucking thing when I go there is seeing all these old people collecting social security, and anybody under the age of sixty is addicted to heroin or meth because they can't deal with just the reality of living in fucking Salina, Kansas. So, yeah, my heart goes out to them. That's really sad. But then you vote for somebody who is not going to help you, you know, mm-hmm. who actually is going to do the opposite. Well, but again, they refuse to do anything to help themselves. They don't they do anything to help the themselves. government to fix their lives for them, and it won't. 
But then no matter who the president is, the president is not going to save you. No one is going to save you. No one cares about you. You can only hope that they won't make things worse. But it's welfare when minorities need it. Right. Mm -hmm. When poor whites need it. It's it's, entitlement. It's not. Yeah, it's entitlement. It's not a handout. It's it's the government owes us. No, because this is like a while ago, but Craig T. Nelson, Mm -hmm. the coach. (laughs) That guy. Yeah. He, you know, he was on welfare, but he, (laughs) but he went, you know, and said, Oh, I never got handouts. I just got, you know, I just received some welfare when I was in college. And you're like, well, what the fuck do you think that welfare was? Right. So uh, I'm so tired of people who don't, they don't want anyone out. They don't want to help anyone else out, but they think all the help should be for them. So yeah. fine. Let, let Trump kill them. Let Trump kill his own base. It seems just. It seems fair. Go yeah. crazy. And he, they also he, call that kicking down the ladder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, he, he's trying to help. I mean, they don't understand that he's trying to help all his business people cronies mm-hmm. who are not going to bring those jobs back because they want to pay like pennies on the dollar for the same jobs that you're going to do they don't care about like americans having jobs they they're care- they care about the bottom line well this is why the republican party has been anti-labor since its inception since the inception of the labor yeah. labor unions is because you know when people start fighting back and and winning a living wage and winning health care and winning all the things that they should get mm-hmm. from their companies it costs those companies money and they don't get as much money as they want and now we have a very pro pro business cabinet and president mm-hmm. and what do these workers think they're going to get yeah. you know with that and it just doesn't make sense to me like why why do you think electing somebody who is cutting shit you know shady deals with third world countries to make his crappy ties and products why do you think he's going to be your savior and help bring business back to your community mm-hmm. just doesn't, doesn't make sense well and here's another problem about those factory workers mm-hmm. the modern factory worker has changed he's mm-hmm. not a high school grad fresh out of there who's going to get that job it's a lot of times somebody who knows electronic uh, engineering mm-hmm. like a lot of hard science stuff to get to do that stuff that or you know how to operate a lot of heavy equipment mm-hmm. and they don't let 18 year olds just pop into those gaps no you have to like work up the work up the ladder to get those kind of jobs but then any of the jobs that you can get right out of high school they're just automating Okay. What's yeah, that? I mean, that's yeah. Oh, yeah, but we're, we're good. Oh, sorry. Um, okay. So number, we got two more. Uh, the Restoring National Security Act rebuilds our military by eliminating the defense sequester and expanding military investment, provides veterans with the ability to receive public VA treatment or attend the private doctor of their choice, protects our vital infrastructure from cyber attack, establishes new screening procedures for immigration to ensure those who are admitted to our country support our people and our <coughs> veterans. Like, these are all so confusing because they all say so much and yet so little. You know what I mean? Well, it's like this mix of, like, delicious treats with, like, a piece of dog shit thrown into Because it. it's all white nationalism. Well, it's like, okay, Okay, I'm pro, like, hey, you served in our military, you should be able to have right. access to VA. Which is one of the better nationalist principles. And it's also a socialist principle. Right. Our military is super But what I'm saying is socialist. everything, Trump is a white nationalist, and so there are going to be some things which will, you know, intersect with mm-hmm. socialism or other less um, despicable, well, deplorable yeah. right, right, right. viewpoints. So he's saying, you know, okay, let's support our our 
military. I agree with that. Let's make sure that they get good health care. I agree with that. Let's support their spouses. I agree with that. But let's make sure that any immigrants coming into our country share our values. It's like... White nationalism. What does that even mean? Like, family... <laughs> it's again money? preaching directly to his base, yeah. and that's Heather what is little... American values. Whatever like, I, the middle I of don't the think he understands the process. Uh huh. You can't get a green card or become a citizen saying death to America and capitalism. Right. I think he understands. They're going to say what's the best economic system, and they're talking to say capitalism. Mm hmm. I mean, I think he understands exactly what he's doing because every single thing is preaching directly to his base. It's yeah. not, he's not talking, there's no encouragement to get the, the good immigrants into the country. I would love to think that he's smart enough to understand how the immigration system works, but this is a man who's gone on record now as saying he had no idea healthcare was so complicated. No, no, no. I don't think he's smart enough to understand how immigration works, but I think he's smart enough to understand what mm-hmm. his poli- what he's saying is just mm-hmm. to his base. No, yeah. absolutely. I don't think he's thinking of it in a broader sense than that. A hundred percent, but I also think that he genuinely, like you were saying, believes that there's boatloads of people coming over from foreign countries with like... I'm sure, because that's what vetting. Fox News tells him. He believes what Fox News tells him just like his base and you know that he believes that those people are not being vetted at all you know who the biggest well, lo- well I was going to say the, the big mm-hmm. go ahead sorry there's big pine cone in that salad and that's a lot of people getting VA care they don't want a proper doctor they want the VA to be properly they didn't get VA care what was that you're breaking up a little bit they want VA care. Mm-hmm. They don't want a private doctor. Mm-hmm. And that's what they want. They want the VA properly funded mm-hmm. versus a foreign, in the sense that they're not a military person, doctor, to work on. Yeah, my veteran partner will not go to the VA for help because he says unless he's dying and there's no other option, he's mm-hmm. not going to go to the VA. He, he'll go to his own doctor until they actually fund the VA in a way that makes him you know, not puts his life in in danger. But what I was going to say about the the whole immigration thing, I mean, the truly, like, really sad victims of of this mindset, if Trump is so pro-military, the only reason why we get anything done in the Middle East is because we have Middle Eastern allies who work as translators for us yeah. in mm-hmm. those countries and they help us they they risk their lives the lives of their families the lives of their loved ones to work with our military and make sure that they can get the missions done because otherwise they would have nobody there to translate for them and these people still have to jump through so many hoops to leave that country mm-hmm. that's hostile to them because they helped our government yeah well and that's that's why iraq got taken off of the the initial list of banned countries mm-hmm. because it was a pr nightmare yeah. because you had all of these american military veterans who were iraqi citizens who'd helped in the iraq war mm-hmm. as translators as coders as all kinds of stuff and mm-hmm was looking terrible that we were then throwing out their families or throwing them out. And but this is happening in other countries too, that was happening in Afghanistan and Pakistan and Syria. I know. And yeah. But it's just, yeah, it's like you can't be pro-military and be completely ignorant of how things work. And he mm-hmm. just is. Well, you can be if you're a fucking moron. No, he is. And yeah. he is a fucking moron. And that's what, that's terrifying to me. It's like, he's not even pretending to not understand this stuff. He just literally doesn't understand this stuff. No, we're all fucking doomed. 
Okay. And the last one. You know that whole thing you said about um, healthcare, I didn't know it was so complicated? Mm Mm-hmm. He said that to the fucking Chinese president. Yeah, he's so stupid. Oh, I didn't know Korean politics. No, he did. Exactly. He did the same thing where he's like, oh, I had no idea the relationship between China and North Korea was so complicated. Fuck you, Trump. Why are you president? Why did he get elected? Sexism. I don't... Yeah, that's part of it. But just the general stupidity of America right now is just... I can't. America loves the jock. Mm-hmm. That's you know, true. He's not even a like, jock. I I don't think I'm sure that I could beat any of those Trump boys in any sport, <laughs> like any fucking sport. Right, but I think that. But but. And the, I'm not particularly sporty. I'm just also not a Trump. You're not sporty, Spice. I'm not. But I mean, it's the dickwad group of guys who just be like. Right. Like if you saw uh, Idiocracy, you talk like a bitch. Well, that, yeah, that is exactly it. And when you look at the alt-right base, especially where they use terms like cuck and, you know, it's it's all about mass hyper-masculinity. Mm-hmm. And you see pictures of, like, these people on social media, on Twitter or whatever, and their their profile picture is Trump on an eagle with an explosion taking place behind him and whatever. Like, these people just, like idealize and and mass have these masturbatory fantasies about having this strong man as their leader and mm. making america this truly like bulletproof country that you know yeah that but, okay is there anyone in this on this podcast who believes that maybe not now that they're in the, the white house mm-hmm. but who doesn't believe that both ivanka and melania were fucking their trainers or yoga instructors <laughs> at some point like honestly, let's get real here. Oh, those I, girls are not going home for the cucumber. <laughs> I'm not sure what that has to do, but no, I think. We, but, but the point is, is this hypermasculinity calling people cuck is an insult. I'm pretty sure that all those guys are getting fucked around on. I'm pretty sure yeah. that Trump has a micro penis. I have no doubt about that. I I'm think sure he's, he's got dis- an acorn in his pants. He's disgusting, and no woman wants to sleep with that. No. Probably have to unless pick up like a stomach meat curtain just to oh get god to please the stop acorn. no just no but he it's it, like having sex with the pillsbury doughboy if he were burnt and do there was we too much really yeast in him. do we really believe that melania is with him for that i mean no the money no but that's what i mean is i'm like she totally is fucking her personal I'm trainer sure she goes to that deep inside place yeah you know, she does walking around in a white sundress and these tall you know, yeah i mean like whenever they go anywhere together she's always like tense Ten steps behind him. Mm-hmm. You know, they like rarely spend. Did you just see the? Together. Did you just see the? Re- did you see the recent thing that they were at? Where I th- I think it was might have been at the Easter thing where they were singing the pledge of or singing. Um, that was the Easter. Yeah, thing. The yeah. The pledge of they were singing. They, not it wasn't the pledge of allegiance. They were singing yeah. our, our the national the, the national anthem. National anthem. Mm-hmm. And she has to nudge him to put his hand oh, over yeah, his yeah. heart. Mm-hmm. And it's like, bitch, bitch wasn't even born here, and she knows. And everybody, all of his, you know, followers are like, oh, well, you don't have to put your hand over her. You know what? When Barack Hussein Obama didn't put his hand over his heart for something, he was a Muslim terrorist who wasn't yeah. born here. Or Colin Kaepernick, who yes. at least is kneeling yes. for the Star Spangled Banner or mm-hmm. whatever. But yeah. when you have Trump, like, yeah. standing there like a doofus because his brain is, like, somewhere else and his mail-order wife has to nudge him to put his hand yeah. on his heart so he doesn't look bad. I mean, this is our, no. this, is, this is the best I mean, of what treated, we have right he now. He treated the whole Easter egg 
the Easter thing as like another opportunity for him to like mm-hmm. preach to the crowd, you know. Mm-hmm. He didn't just like campaigning. Yeah. He can't stop. Did you hear the other snafu about that? Was it the hat? Yeah. <laughs> well, and then Some his poor dumb kid went up. Mr. Swan, Mr. Swan, would you please, please sign my hat? And he said, sure thing, kid. Signs it and then just almost probably reflex tosses it to the crowd. Yeah. Oh my god. And somebody was like, well, he was he was tossing it back to to the kid because the kid was in the crowd. I'm like, I don't no. know. It it just... No, no. The kid was probably right in front of him where he was still standing waiting for his hat to be returned. It's just he's so dumb. Is there anything else on this stupid list? There is. And it's one last thing. God, yes. you look so pained. I'm just tired of this so much. The last thing is the much. funniest thing. Okay. It's the, uh, the cleanup corruption in Washington. Oh, my God. During the swamp. During the swamp. He's still yeah. on about that even no, after all his nominations? No, I don't think so. I, okay. I haven't heard him talk about it. This this was what he said before he um, you know, was in in the White House what he was going to do in his first 100 days. Yeah, because so, Drain the Swamp was, yeah, was another yeah. of those three-word chants that... Drain the Swamp. Have you guys ever watched Parks and Rec? Yeah. yeah. It's every town hall meeting that they have where somebody starts a chant where it was like, except for turnip, except for, you know. Mm-hmm. Same thing. He it, they, they pick three words, drain the swamp, lock her up. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the wall, build that wall, yeah. you yeah. know. They're so dumb. So, yeah, corruption. Well, so, you know, everybody was so concerned about Hillary's Goldman Sachs ties and how she... the administration. And how she once gave a speech to them about the importance of hiring women. Or how she's a warmonger. Or how she's a warmonger. She's going to start wars with Russia and World War III. And, oh, my gosh. So... To be fair, though, Hillary Clinton, before... um, uh, Trump dropped the bombs on Syria. He, she had proposed a very similar course mm-hmm. of action. Yeah. So. No, but then he did it even mm-hmm. after he had all his, you know, followers mm-hmm. ridicule her for it. Well, all the it, thing. So we've come to the end of this list. The list is over. The list is over. What, what's been your favorite parts of the hundred? Let's days? let's just do this. Let's each go around and say the one thing. I know it's hard to pick just one that you are most like upset about concerned about like what what has most hit you in this last hundred days all things considered jenny why don't we start with you um i would have to say the whole lgbt thing because i remember so many earnest white gay men were like oh man he'll be great for gay rights Mm -hmm. He's picked basically everybody he could against gay rights to be in charge of something involving gay rights. Sessions. You know, Jeff Sessions is anti-LGBT. He's now the Attorney General. Mm-hmm. And his first acts were to basically pull back every federal support for a court case involving LGBT rights. Mm-hmm. And he's also pulled back a ton of stuff that Obama did on paper to help out LGBT people, he's pulled that back, or at least partially back. And Bathroom laws and guy, all that stupid stuff. Well, and then on top of that, he's also proposed the guy to lead the army thinks being gay is a disease. Mm-hmm. And it's just, 
I still see people trying to say he's okay for gay people. Because he had Peter because he had Peter Thiel on his side when he was campaigning and because he had Milo on his side while he was campaigning. And yet the the most powerful people in his pocket are the Jeff Sessions and the, the Mike Pence's and the people who literally believe that homosexuality is not just a sin but a mistake well, and And he's buddy buddy with the family research king. Mm-hmm. I mean that's like saying you're a friend of Ken, but it's like have you met Mr. Weasel? He's quite reasonable. <laughs> yep. Okay. Well that, yep, I agree with you. I think that that's awful. How about Eugene? Um the thing right now, I guess the most recent thing is uh, his dealings with or in North Korea mm-hmm. and um, that whole thing. Like, I'm waiting for something to happen. Like, I, you know, back before Trump, like, um, people who wanted, like, a single Korea, like, a unified Korea, like, um, I knew something would have to happen because mm-hmm. Kim Jong-un, Kim Jong-il back in the day, they weren't, it's not like they would willingly give up their position to create mm-hmm. a unified Korea. You know, it would either end up being like two separate states, but with, you know, trade and whatever, uh, back and forth, or someone was going to have to go into the other country and force the other person out. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way that Trump is going about this is like, I don't know, like he's kicked the hornet's nest or something. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's frightening to see, um, what might happen because it because it, chicken with somebody who yeah. doesn't blink yeah right well because for so long we've just kind of i don't know almost like just not taking him seriously yeah. like don't give him attention it's almost like having like a bratty little child in a in a you know grocery store and the more that you pay attention to him the louder they're going to get yeah. you know just that's actually the name of it they call it strategic i think indifference or something or uh-huh just basically leave them be and they'll implode eventually. Yeah. Yeah. And, and one of the things that my partner does um, in his work right now, he's a defense contractor and they actually launch satellites that monitor countries Mm -hmm. like North Korea. I could tell you more, but then I'd have to kill all of you. And, um, you know, but that's one of the things that they do is they, they track North Korea and they're like, until there's a real threat to us. Yeah. And right now, there's not. No, and even South Koreans, like, whenever they used to, th- whenever they make their threats about the sea of fire, they're just like, whatever, and they just go about their day. Yeah. Because it's like, you know. They're the closest to yeah. them. I mean, if anybody's going to get hurt by North Korea, it's South Korea. You know, so for us to, to be blowing it up the way that we're doing right now mm-hmm. is basically just empowering Kim Jong-un and yeah. making him feel like he is a threat, which is what he wants to be. Yeah, and already, there are already signs of their, their being, you know, they, them imploding, um, you know, probably, I don't know how soon, but like they're going through and randomly executing a bunch of people in their, um, administ- their mm-hmm. own administration and, you know, just like turmoil, uh, politically in the country. And then just people like, I don't, there's a documentary, um, on PBS, like maybe a couple years ago. I can't exactly remember what it was called, but if you look up, you know, if you Google mm-hmm. North Korea documentary PBS, you'll be able to find it. Um, but where the citizens are just sort of mm-hmm. like, like, fuck you, we'll, we need, you know, we're going to go about life. Like the world is moving along. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like secretly importing like Korea, South Korean or like Western 
culture, like videos or movies and mm-hmm. stuff, and secretly watching them on their like USB drives and stuff like that. But if they get caught, yeah, then they get in trouble. But then there they are go people. To camps. But there are people in the country. They're, not everyone's a brainwashed like lemming. There are people in the country who are mm-hmm. actually like trying to fight back. Yeah. Didn't Pence get sent? To mm-hmm. North Korea, or not to North Korea, South Korea, South Korea, and then he went to like the yeah, border. Yeah, he went and at the DMZ. Yeah, the we DMZ. have no no diplomatic ties with North Korea. We mm-hmm. get all of our information with North Korea from Sweden. Yeah, we've had diplomatic ties with North Korea under Clinton. Clinton sent people to negotiate with Kim Jong Il. We currently have um, no diplomatic. We currently ties with don't. North Korea. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. And and nobody has really attempted to mm-hmm. make any inroads with Kim Jong-un but again it was the whole like let's ignore them yeah and hope they just shut up and yeah yeah. uh Liz I think for me it's uh deregulating the environmental protection Mm -hmm. uh, just letting oil and coal and whoever continue to rape and pillage the president (laughs) for the 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 planet not the president you see that was a Freudian slip I wanted them to rape and pillage the president (laughs) that would be fun you know and Rex Tillerson saying things like well what's the point of saving the planet if the human beings can't like if it hurts people like didn't they just though deny um the ability to drill in the black sea or something like that it it like just happened and the um our government just said or told exxon mobil that they couldn't drill in russia i don't know i need to i I heard about that i need to look up more on that but yeah i i heard that and then it's one of those like okay are they trying to fake us out and say that they are pro environment or they're anti-russia or yeah what's happening i think it's kind of like Again, you're into having gay sex, but, you know, you want to tell people, oh, that's dirty, I'm not into that, or, like, you're really kinky, but it's like, ew, like, lips and chains, that's all naughty and bad and wrong. On the outside. the down low. Yeah. Yeah. So, what what do you think is going to happen, Liz, as far as, like, environmental regulations and the way that, you know, the way things are going right now? I think it'll be really bad, and I think we'll continue to kill the planet, and I don't think... I mean, the truth is, we probably were too late to do anything. We should have started doing things decades before anyone was willing to admit that it was actually happening. Mm -hmm. And I think probably Bush was the last chance we really had that, you know, Bush administration era, and they obviously didn't do anything, Mm -hmm. and now I think things will just get worse. Um and it's sad that we don't have a better space program because we're not going to be able to build colony ships. And and get the, the human race off. will die, yeah. and hopefully the planet will recover after we're gone. Yeah. We were just watching Doctor Who last night, and that was one of the, thing, one of the <laughs> things on the, on the episode was that humans had destroyed the planet to the point where they had to, like, have escape ships to, like, fucking Uh-oh. get the fuck off. Uh-huh. And yeah, watching that and going, damn, we're screwed. And we even found those close planets too, or close, quote unquote. No, no, those are the uh, the moons of Saturn. 
Well, we could we could do that, but then we also oh, found right those pla- they're in a different galaxy though, aren't they? Or are they like, different systems? They're, they're, no, they're they're in the same galaxy. We can't leave the galaxy. They're like twenty light years away, but twenty light years away is actually like hundred and forty years to get there, or something like that, or hundred forty thousand. I don't know. Math is hard. I'm a girl. We are not getting there <laughs> one way or the other. Yeah, it's not it's not happening until we until we get to like Star Trek level. Or Star Wars level, like, Here's faster the thing. than the speed of light. If we can figure out how to get to Mars, we should be able to figure out how to have clean energy. And yeah. and I, I get irritated with people like Elon Musk. I'm like, you need to have your priorities checked. Like, yeah, it would be really exciting for us to go to Mars. Maybe you can help people in Appalachia learn well, a lot, but how a lot to have a new job. Those sciences kind of go together. But also, mm-hmm. like, what the fuck are people from Appalachia going to do with SpaceX? Meth? Like, but you know what? Like, no, um, some clean, retrain them on some clean yeah, energy you know, shit. The, there are some people there who are trying to, like, um, teach people programming and things mm-hmm. like that. So that, like, when things get automated, like, if uh, industry ever comes back to their community then they'll have the training to be able to, like, deal mm-hmm. with, you know, at least, like, the technological aspect of it. That's great. But, um, yeah, we should be doing more, definitely. Um, so my thing um, that I'm most concerned about, I think, I all, all of everything that you guys have mentioned is really important, and I'm very concerned also with how they've set this government up to fail by basically... Um, putting people into positions of power and people into our cabinet who are literally just there to they are designed to destroy the department that they're in charge of but I think lately my biggest biggest fear is that Trump is really as dumb as we all feared he was at first I thought it might have been an act Mm -hmm. or he was trying to be you know trying to I don't know be folksy or you know I remember you said he was crazy like a fox crazy like a fox i was like he, this is all a plan he's just manipulating us and he really he's really smart and he really knows what's going on no this asshole is dumb as a fucking yeah. rock yeah. every opportunity he's had to demonstrate some sort of leadership and and at it be educated mm-hmm. about the scenario that he's put himself into he's demonstrated the opposite like he just today embarrassed himself in front of the Italian prime minister by insinuating that he's still friends with a, you know, singer Pavarotti who's been dead for a decade, Mm -hmm. you know, or Frederick Douglass or telling China, you know, he didn't understand the relationship they had with Korea when it's his fucking job to understand that or, you know, launching bombs from a golf course, you know, with apparently not great intelligence because they didn't really do a whole lot to mm-hmm. that golf or, or to that <laughs> runway. They didn't do a lot to the golf course. No, they didn't do a lot to the, to Syria, Fear the bombs are there. And, mm-hmm. and now they're dropping the mother of all bombs on Afghanistan. Why? Because he probably liked the name of the bomb. Mm-hmm. Like literally that's where I feel like we're at right now is we have a man child in charge of a government who needs to have everybody on hand 24-7 to make sure he doesn't do something really awful. Yeah. Jared Kushner, his daughter, fucking everybody has to like watch him like a hawk 24-7 because he's like a toddler who's going to stick a fork in a yeah. light socket. No, and people mm-hmm. make the argument like, well, you we can't get where you are in business without being smart. And I'm yeah. like, no, this man failed up. Yeah. Like he's bankrupted his business, businesses, I should say. And the way he made his money back was contracting people and not paying them. The way he made his money yeah. was by being Trump. Yeah. And 
building a brand of being Trump and showing up in movies like fucking... He's a con man. Yeah, like, being a con you know, man. for having a reality TV show or being on Home Alone 2 or whatever. Like, he's been a cultural icon, yes. and that's how he's mm-hmm. really made his money. That doesn't make him smart. Mm-mm. That makes him a fucking moron that people enjoy watching yell at other people on TV yeah. because we're morons. It's really depressing. It's, you know, and I'm trying not to be depressed, but it's like... Yeah, no, I, I've had to limit my... intelligence requirement yeah. to be rich. I think... Yeah. children, and that's yeah. how he was begotten. No, he, and he was good. It's not like he built his company. He Mm-mm. has other people who are doing, I'm sure, very hard work for not as much money as he should be paying them. And I feel that that's what's happening with him as president. Yeah. I feel like he's got people around him doing the heavy lifting. He shows up to formal events when he has to. Yeah. Sign, a, sign a thing and show it to the camera. He has spent, <laughs> yes, he has spent more time golfing than any president in history. And we're, again, almost barely 100 days into his presidency. Yeah. You know, all they did was make fun of Obama throughout his presidency for golfing, like, once every three months or something like that. Yeah. Like, he essentially lives at Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. And then they just cart him out whenever they need him to give a press conference or something. So, it's it's really, like, confusing to me, like, who is running things right now. Yeah. So. But he swears it's not Stephen Bannon. Well, no, and now Stephen Bannon has been, he's fallen from grace. Kellyanne Conway has fallen from grace. So, like, who's in charge right now? I'm surprised Spicy is still doing (laughs) his. I've heard Jared Kushner is in charge now. Oh, Jared Kushner is in charge. Okay, that's good to know. Who we really. That's how uh, Bannon got kicked out. He picked fight with blood like Chris Christie did a decade ago. He did what? Chris Christie. I actually think it was Chris Christie's father or something. Or mm-hmm. wait, no, it was Chris Christie. He was a prosecutor. Mm-hmm. He prosecuted Jared Kushner's father. Yeah. And mm. put his dad away. Yeah. But I mean, like, and, and then and then Jared sort of, like, rose up the ranks of, like, the business. And everyone thought that he was a prodigy. But really, he was just visiting his dad every weekend in jail and, like... Getting, Learning. Yeah, exactly. And the dad would tell him what to do and then he'd do it. And then people would be like, oh, wow, he's really got a knack for this. And it's like, nope, he just no- he listens to his dad. Wait, so let me get this right. So Chris Christie prosecuted Jared Kushner's dad. Yeah. Put, yeah. put his dad away. Yeah. And so, yep. where, so what does this have to do with Bannon? Well, this is how Chris Christie style is. Basically, Jared Kushner saw an opening and basically found a way to force him out. Mm. Well, Jared Kushner and, and lately Bannon and especially Breitbart's been calling Kushner a globalist cuck, mm-hmm. and I think mentioning that he's a Jew and stuff like that. Gotcha. Yeah. But they also were were it, Trump's like two chief advisors, basically, and mm-hmm. they wouldn't speak to each other. And mm. so I think that. Someone, I don't remember who, forced him to choose one, and yeah. I think he chose Kushner. Well, likely because Ivanka yeah. was like, well, you got to choose mine, which is good for the world. <laughs> I mean, Kushner is slightly less evil than Bannon. I mean, Kushner but yeah. Way less evil than but Bannon. G- but Jenny, I know, I know what you're talking about, too, because I, I was seeing a lot of that, too, where it was like, okay, so when Breitbart starts calling, using the Jew card on his son-in-law like is that smart like do you really want to be getting into the whole white nationalist game right now with people who are on the cat you know yeah uh, who who are advisors it's to the president weird, that you work for at this point i 
even though they're in power, the right is in a weird civil war. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And we saw that with Trump care self-destructing is because moderates were saying, hey, this is smart policy for my people so I can get elected. Right. Meanwhile, the far right wing up are like, hey, I've been campaigning on this promise, so I can't vote this way. Yep. Well, I guess all we can say at this point is hopefully we on the left will get our shit together in time for the midterms so that we can start, you know, electing some of these people out of office um, and taking back power and at least, you know, being able to have some sort of say in what's going on right now. Because Mm -hmm. right now, you know, they're doing things like instituting the nuclear option to keep us from filibustering and you know, actually having any say whatsoever. But um, anyway, we have, we have had a lot to say. Um, So, uh, you know, we're going to go ahead and sign off right now, I think. But, um, you know, thanks everyone for listening. Thanks uh, Liz, Jenny, Jean for um, being on today and, you know, talking about this very important catch-up session on what's been happening with trump and nothing good nothing good and how it's affecting us and uh yeah and we will uh hopefully have more podcasts to come soon so uh yay so from all of us stay nasty bye bye you're nasty